Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Drones for Good podcast for 2022. Andrew Crow is my name, as you know by now. Uh, really excited to be here with, with a mate of mine now from the industry as well, uh, and one of our leading trainers across the whole ARPA sector, uh, Ross Anderson. Ross, how are you, mate? Really well, thanks, Andrew. Great to uh, be here. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, for everyone that doesn't know, we're down in Canberra at the moment. We're at the uh, AAUS, the Australian Association for Uncrewed Systems, uh, uh, yearly or national conference getting together, having a chat, hitting the gala dinner last night, winning some awards for some people, and we'll talk about that a bit later on, but having a bunch of good times around a bunch of good people. Hey, um, Ross, we've known each other for a few years now, which is kind of cool. I, I feel like the last two years has just kind of flown because of COVID, uh, but you come from a company called Avi Assist, and, and I want to talk a lot about Avi Assist in a little bit, but firstly, let's get your background. So what, how did you get into this place? How are you running an organization? Do, have you always been around aviation? What's, what's your background? Yeah, so uh, a piloted background by trade uh, always wanted to be a, a pilot since I was a kid and then as as progressed through uh, aerobatics aeromedical um, you know you kind of ticked off those boxes as you went along yep uh, and then enter drones <laughs> um, so you know interested fascinated watching them move alongside and slowly they were overtaking and and really started to have a good look in about 2011 okay and by 2013 we had our first uh, custom remote pilot license uh, up and running and the rest is the rest is history the rest is history the things we've done since then that we'll get to talk about um, did, you, did you always think this things of dro- this thing called drones was coming or was it a, from, from a, from a um, you know crude aviation perspective was it a bit of a surprise that it came on so quickly or, or was there a bit of an indication it was coming look I think, I think the how aggressive the growth was was wasn't predicted hmm. um, but the writing was on the wall like early in the piece we had to you know wave a flag and you should use these for all these great reasons you don't have to do that now. Mm. Um, so I, th- I think you know, the maturity of the drones has been great and the, and the growth. Um, early in the piece, that wasn't there. Mm. And so you didn't know whether this was um, you know, some crazy lunatic's idea of how you might you know, do something <laughs> or uh, whether it was actually you know, commercially viable. And there's been plenty of crazy lunatics around this, um, around this industry as well. Yeah, well, we've got to keep interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, so Avi Assist, um, you're obviously one of the leading you know, the leading um, training organisation service provider. I'm not going to use the terms because I'm sure you can do it a little bit better. Why don't you tell our listeners about um, Avi Assist and, and what you guys do? What's your, what's your business? Yeah, so Avi Assist, uh, our core is, uh, is remote pilot licence training, uh, but there's a lot of supporting networks around that. Um, you, you could call us an enabler. Um, organisations want to get to a particular a vision um, and training is going to be a, a large portion of that. So from, you know, completely uninitiated, uh, <laughs> never heard of a, an aviation acronym in life. And, you know, when you quickly learn that our acronyms are also in French, um, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some trickery to it. Um, but, yeah, the core, core is that we look after the chief pilots. Um, you know, if they need approval work and stuff like that, we'll help them with that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a business that looks after people. And uh, fortunately for us, the money comes second. And, and how did it come about? I'm always fascinated with you know how people um, just all of a sudden decided they want to run some type of business. How did how did ABC still come about? Uh, early in the piece, we were actually a um, an experience based of flight crew, uh, primi- primarily flying uh, for aeromedical organisations. Okay. Uh, so that's how the the company was born. And then by yeah, 2013, we completely remorphed into um, into uncrewed space. Mm. And went went back to just me, and I, I put myself in a in a <laughs> hole and wrote lots of content and waited. <laughs> Had to get out of it. Yeah, and now we've got a team of twenty. They're amazing. I'm I'm privileged to to lead such a great team. 
Uh, and, and we've heard from from Rowan this week in his, in his presentation as well. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, he, he did a really great job of that. Is there is there a meaning behind the name? Did Avi Assist come come together as a name for a reason? Look, it's, it's really about helping people. Um, it's, you know, you look at business names and, and ours is a little bit peculiar, I must admit. <laughs> um, yeah, we've looked at changing it. Um, but, it, it, you know, it's, it's there, it's stuck and... I think we'll keep it for a little while, but look, it's literally just to help people. Mm. And we love aviation. So providing assistance in aviation. Assist. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So you mentioned you've got um, sort of around 20 people in the organisation. Are you Australia-wide? Where are you sort of based? Yeah, yeah. So we've got offices in uh, Brisbane, Newcastle, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide and Perth. Wow. And then we travel. We travel everywhere else. So uh, I think there's some... Uh, Christmas, Cocos Islands coming up, uh, which sounds reasonably salubrious, and we've been out to the Tanamai <laughs> Desert, um, but it's, it's part of what you enjoy. You, you're always learning from a diverse you know, industry background, um, and that, to me, is really rewarding. And we heard um, yesterday, as part of the conference, and the conference has been amazing with, with some amazing speakers, and we heard from um, uh, one of your blokes, Rowan, um, who spoke yesterday, and it was a really interesting uh, you know, talk. Why don't you give our listeners kind of the top line around what he was talking about? I think, I think mostly it's um, that things are possible. Mm. Uh, a lot of people get scared off by you know, where, we, where we presently sit. Uh, but it's really like currently we can do things with the regulatory regime that we've got. Yes, mm. uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice if it was uh, completely fit for purpose, but the, the, at the rate we accelerate, it never will be. Um, so it's kind of like that work with what you've got. Yeah. You know, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of knowledge uh, in our industry. Uh, there's a lot of people wanting to help. Um, so, it's, you know, it's along those lines. And towards the end, we actually released some of the, um, you know, some of the procedure packs. We call them enablement modules mm-hmm. um, just to literally help people get to that next base level. And so we can continue all together from that point. And where, where are you guys heading as an organisation? So what's Avi Assist 2.0? What's, what's the next thing that's coming that you're building? If you can, you know, if you can tell us what you're up to. Look, the, um, we like to say that we've got the maturity of piloted aviation with the innovation of drones. Um, so <laughs> like my, my vision is at some point they're going to meet yep. uh, and, the, and the piloted side of, um, of aviation won't necessarily need uh, or know about the skills on the other side and the remotely piloted doesn't know about the piloted side. Yep. Hopefully, there's a, a bit of a bridge there. Mm. Um, I, I don't think like we've seen some amazing things with drones, but we haven't seen uh, remotely piloted aircraft really have a good crack at standard civilian aviation. Mm. It, it, it hasn't had a you know an impact on that to date, but I think that's coming. Yeah, I tend to agree, and, and certainly some of the discussions we've had this week, it, it's coming. How, how will that change your business? Do you think there's going to be more in-depth training? Is it different training? Is it new training? What, what, what's that going to look like? Yeah, certainly different training. I don't think uh, what we do today, you know, flying a Phantom in a paddock is going to be what we see next. Mm. Um, you know, systems, crews working together, um, you know, just more advanced changing, uh, training. So just a, just a change in what we are focusing on. Um, but yeah, like exactly what it will become. I don't know. So, like, <laughs> I, I really am fascinated with human factors. And, um, you know, when, I, when you were kind enough to bring me down to that uh, Intel light show <laughs> and how they could, um, you know, assess that the aircraft were, were good to go when there's 500 of them at once, I found that fascinating. So, you know, like, how, how, how's that work when it's in a different application? And, mm. yeah, it's, it's hugely interesting. And that's the, that's the beauty of, of the game that we play. 
And, and we had a really cool engagement um, that you just alluded to then in, in January where um, Intel, the Intel Corporation, brought the, Australia, uh, brought the drone light show to Australia as part of Elevate Sydney. Um, and, of course, international pilots so needed repels. And, and we came to your organisation and um, you guys trained those, those guys up and, and gave, them, uh, gave them all the training they needed. How, how did you find that? How did you find international pilots undergoing your training? I think the training for them was, was great. They were, they were fantastic students. I think they did find the Australian regime a bit different or challenging mm. compared to uh, other states around the world. Um, but you know, finally seeing that showpiece, whether whether it is a drone light show or um, you know the Disaster Relief Australia guys are doing some fantastic stuff there, whatever it may be, just watching what occurs out the back end is amazing. I love it. Yeah, and I saw um, I saw the, one of the newspapers in Newcastle did an article on you guys and said that um, you know, Aviasys enabled the the largest drone light show in the Southern Hemisphere, and I think that's what you bring to the table. You know, you can have all the Mirigans in the world and all the Intels in the world, but if we can't train people to be safe and effective, then we can't really do our job. Look, I'd, I'd agree with the training piece, but I think there's also a collaboration piece there. Yeah. I think it's important that um, you know companies are working together uh, to finally bring these all together. So, for instance, that that event, you know, there was three world-leaning uh, organizations all putting their energy together into one place and voila look what happened <laughs> yeah who would have thought yeah um, were you, did you make it down on one of the show nights you did didn't you i came down for the um for the preview that's right you did yeah. too yeah what did you think of it so how did you you know so you've come from a uh, you've come from a crude aviation background you've come into an uncrewed aviation current um, we've now got into a into a situation where we've got 500 drones flying in the sky in the middle of sydney harbour between the opera house and the bridge did that have, have an effect on you? Did you see that and think, you know, what did you think when you saw that? Once upon a time, I was happy flying one aircraft. <laughs> yeah. um, really, it was about you know, the depth and, and what you can do with that show. So there was 500 drones there. What could you do with 2,500? I think <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the Olympics had uh, a 2,500 uh, show. Uh, but what can you do with more? Uh, obviously, there's probably more unkind applications that could mm. occur. Um, but yeah, it's amazing what what we can do with it. Like a drone light show, um, visually pleasing to see, but how is that going to translate into all these other standard applications that we're seeing around the traps now? It's a it's a pretty pretty exciting concept. Yeah, it is, and, and I like it because it's the first step. You know, it's the first step towards having farms or having you know other other places where we can use um, autonomous systems and having 500 at a time now at the moment we're in a very controlled environment but the ability to do that in an uncontrolled or a less controlled environment in the future is going to be pretty exciting absolutely i think it's that walk crawl run mentality Mm. isn't it once we've safely achieved one thing we can move on to the next and that was a part of that you know releasing those ev loss uh procedures as go hey you know this has been done this is safe there's a lot of knowledge in the industry um what can we all do next Mm. And just keep pushing that that boundary. Absolutely, absolutely. The there's a, there's a lot of smart people in the room. There is, and it's definitely not me. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, um, importantly, and to talk about as well. So last night at the gala dinner, we had our AUS um, Industry Champion Awards, um, and you guys picked up an award. Uh, what what award was that, and what was it for? Yeah, it was the Education and Safety Award. Um, fortunately for us, the third time that we've managed to uh, put that one <laughs> in, in the four bag. Years. Yeah, but they're all for different. Uh, pieces of work we've done mm. so as i said in 2013 was when the remote pilot license um you know the custom course before that you're doing private pilots license uh theory um you know we won for, for once for that but there was train the trainer pieces there was uh the the one that we won last night was for a sora workshop mm-hmm. um so you know beyond line of sight is is something that's so foreign and scary for a lot of people um particularly if they haven't come from that piloted background 
um, that's the first step of getting that education piece and go, you know what, it's, it's not that bad. Um, you know, there's a process to work through to get a good understanding of what it might be and then follow that process and go forth and conquer. And so I'm really getting the feeling that your organisation, as you've said a few times now, is all about enabling. So if people are looking for help and, and don't know what to do and are just in that information paralysis you know, situation, what type of you know, advice would you give those types of people? Look, I, think, I think reach out to those that do know. There's no, there's no point sitting there uh, statically you know, concerned reach out like for instance we're always here to help hmm. sometimes we'll charge money sometimes we won't uh, <laughs> but that's just the nature of commerce yeah um, but there's there's definitely people there to help there's people that there that have um, think pick up the phone on saying like get into it hmm. and I think that's a big one it's it's finding those support networks and places and these conferences I think are, are a great uh, example of that and, and AUS has done an amazing job of putting this thing on again for uh, for a number of years in a, in a row um, would you encourage people to come along to these type of activities? You know, oh, what, absolutely. What do, you, what do you think people would get out of it? Uh, so, for instance, we had uh, one of our new staff, Kendall. She came down for this event uh, and like a sponge. She's yeah. been absorbing so <laughs> much information, uh, also from a pilot background, flying uh, 777s for Virgin. Um, but she was amazed at, at, the, at the level of maturity of, of where everything's at. Um, I couldn't recommend coming to these events enough. Mm. No, fantastic. And, mate, look, uh, congratulations again. I know you've got to get to the airport very shortly, so I, we might wrap it up there at this point. Um, look, Ross, if, if people have got questions and want to reach out, where can they find you? How's the best way to, to get in contact with you? Uh, a couple of ways. Probably LinkedIn's a, a really easy way to do that uh, or through our website. Yeah, brilliant. Hey, um, thanks, Ross. You're a rock star in the industry. Avi Assist does an amazing job. You're one of the nicest guys that, that kicks around these conferences. So thanks for what you do, mate, and, and, uh, and keep doing it. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for the invite. No worries. Cheers.